What's up, everybody? You are listening to Water to Wine, a young man's Catholic perspective on the world. Um, it's a podcast that we have here with some of our buddies, and I have the privilege of sitting here with my buddy Eric Trong. That's Eric, right. what's up, man? How are you? Doing well yourself? I'm doing pretty good. So yeah, we're we're here to talk about business ethics, and it's kind of something that me and Eric sometimes talk about without even really trying to on purpose, just because we're both kind of in the business world and kind of look look forward to getting more into it as we grow up. But uh, yeah, man, I'm excited to hear, I'm excited to be here talking to you about this. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's get started. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Sweet dude. So yeah, one thing that was uh, that comes to mind when I'm thinking about business ethics is is legacy. Like why. What is the purpose of being ethical, you know? Besides just doing what's right, just because it's right, there's got to be more to it or else I feel like, you know, that motivation would die down if there's not really a bigger why behind it. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. When you say the word legacy, um, it reminds me of a lot of people. But it's it's the purpose that you want to ask yourself, even if you're not in business. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you driven towards, yeah, right? Like, yeah. it's not just the business world, but... I mean, I have friends who are not in the business world and they should have purpose too and they should want to leave a legacy. Right. And it's and that's why it's so beautiful because it's all-encompassing. Right. Like, that's what business is is, is amazing about. It's, it's, it's all-encompassing. Right. So. Yeah, dude, totally agree. I think, I think business ethics is obviously just a subset of being ethical. You know, I think if you're ethical in your life, it carries into your business, you know? For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think just saying business ethics may even not do morality or ethic or ethicality justice you know i think um i think like business or money just kind of exposes you more than anything you know if it really shows your true colors whether you're ethical or unethical um you know being in the business world and having more power if you were you know if you were to kind of be up there would really just show the true colors that you already had in you you know who you already were so yeah but anyways yeah so in terms of legacy dude like for me one of the reasons why I, I care about business ethics, dude, is just for my legacy. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, after I after I pass away, like my kids will have to, the legacy leave behind is going to be for my kids and my family and my grandkids. And they're going to know if what I did was done the right way or the wrong way. Yeah, totally agree. Like, so my, my parents are big into real estate and I've always wanted to have like our name on, on some yeah. big building, right? Yeah. But like, it's not only about the name of the building, it's right. about... What does that name mean? Right. Like, who are these people? You right. know, like, what did they do? Yeah. And this reminds me of this story. You know, Bernie Madoff. He's a, he was a huge uh, investor, and he basically started the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. And he's known for that Ponzi scheme. He defrauded his investors of fifty billion dollars. I mean, this is not little money. And he was imprisoned for hundred. Well, he's sentenced to one hundred fifty years in prison. Oh, and it's and it's crazy because. Um, this legacy is not the legacy that you want to go down towards. His actually, his kids committed suicide. Oh wow! Because they were so they're so impacted by what his dad did. They're like, how could he possibly do this? Right. And so, like, do you want? Yes, he lived a very luxurious life, you know, in Times Square and all that stuff. He was very wealthy, but like that legacy, that question comes up again, right? Is what do you want to leave behind? And it's not just you're out here in the world grinding for 60, 70 years, but what are you going to be leaving to- back? You know, your name is is everything. Right. And now his name's on, they could have been on buildings, they could have been on huge banks, you know, but now they're, it's almost like a negative thing. Yeah, dude, that's huge. I think, I think kind of what you're alluding to is a little bit of something I, I think about a lot, which is your perspective from, from, you know, your last day here on earth. Yeah. Are you going to care about how much money you made? You know, how much money is, is held to your name? Or are you going to care about 
the way you did things. Yeah, for sure. That's like, that's another aspect of another way of thinking about the aspect is, um, like when you, when you're about to go to bed at night, like, are you able to go to sleep because of the decisions that you made? You know, like I would rather, you know, sacrifice a few grand here and there to, to sleep well at night. Some people go to bed, like knowing what they did was wrong. And like how, I don't know how someone could live like that. It's, It's tough, you know, but it's interesting to think like it's exactly it's the the last day on your your deathbed but it's also are you able to go to sleep at night sound and at peace that's a huge question to ask yourself too yeah yeah dude i think i think a lot of it too for me is about the journey um like it's not so much about the end result but also you know how you got there i want to be able to sleep well knowing that i'm doing things the right way i I actually like feed off of that you know if i if i know i earned whatever i i received i think the formula of hard work gets you results is very true and if i if i can prove that formula with with hard work and done done right you know done ethically i'm gonna love those results way more i'm gonna love that journey way more i'm gonna enjoy every step of the way a lot more than having to than if i were to be unethical and kind of cut corners here and there yeah i just feel like i wouldn't even enjoy the journey you know for sure, yeah, yeah, and like I think what you're, what we're talking about is almost outside. We haven't even actually gone into the business ethics of it yet. We're still talking about the outside aspect, and it's great that you mentioned that because one of the points I was thinking about a lot before before uh, speaking to this podcast was um, integrity and honesty, because that's a huge part of living a living a business well and living that ethical life well, like having that Catholic aspect of business, right? And it's when you're by yourself and at home and you're with your kids or whatever and you're with your wife, how do you treat them or how do you act? Because that, your character goes everywhere you go. It's not like it's separate. You know, being two-faced is, is, is terrible. It's a terrible life to live, but some people do it and it's, and that's when we have these huge scandals that come out with, you know, on the Wall Street Journal, whatever that comes out, you know, hiding money from the taxes or tax fraud or all that stuff. It's just, the way you act at home by yourself is the way you're going to act in front of other people. It's not, I think it's so there's, true. There's no divorce between that. You yeah. Know, that it's, it's one life. Right. And you'll mess up sooner or later. You can't keep always, you can't always hide your tracks. It's just, that's just going to be the way you are. Yeah, totally agree with that. I think one thing uh, that people forget is that when no one's watching, the most important person in the world is watching, which is your own subconscious. Yeah. I think what you feed your own, your subconscious, what you feed your character is going to come out later with other people around you. And you may not realize it at the time, but if you cut yourself short, it's going to come out in the way you do other things. You know, what you have inside is going to come out. It's it's, it's displayed on the outside, essentially. Yeah, for sure. One other thing that that kind of interests me about business ethics, or I guess ethics in general, is basically I think there needs to be a lot more talk about, about happiness, um, I think there's a lot of, I think, yeah, fulfill, happen- fulfillment, right, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, looking at, looking at it from a long-term perspective, I think when people are unethical, sometimes they see things in the short term, they see the short term gain, the short term satisfaction, the quick, uh, the quick win or the quick money. And when you look at things from a longer term perspective, I think being ethical eventually is a bigger ROI, essentially. Um, I think in the short term, you might give up some opportunities or you might, um, you know, might take you longer to do something. But when it's done right, I I see that in business, it tends to have a 
a way stronger foundation, way longer lasting. Yeah, for sure. Um, one example of that, like, like, so we're talking about profitability and even just the ethical life, right? When you're making an investment and it's a short-term investment, for example, like stocks, right? I know people that can lose $50,000 on one trade or overnight, but so that's a short-term um, route. And we're talking about the ethical life also, but I'm trying to bring in that profitability also. But long-term investments like real estate, um, personally speaking, uh, my parents, we invest in real estate. And uh, it's a long-term investment for sure. It takes about 10 or 12 years to bring back that money. But once it comes back, you know, it's there for a it long time. It comes back. Yeah. It comes back big, you know? And so it's, it's a long-term investment. It's the same thing with the ethical life. Like you're investing in a long-term process. It's not a five-year plan, maybe not even a 10-year plan. But like, again, like you said, the ROI, it's... And there's a lot of talk about this new phrase, you know, this the, the coining of a new phrase is eternal ROI. Oh, like, wow. where are you investing, you know? Where are you investing yourself? Where are you putting your money at? Are you putting it in five years worth of your life? Or are you putting it in the next 100 years, 200 years legacy again? Same thing. It's the same aspect. It's Are you going to... You want to dip your money, you want to put your money in and then take it out as quick as possible and make, yeah, you'll probably make, you know, $50,000 or whatever on a deal. But potentially speaking, that long-term investment is just way much more. And, right. you, and that fulfillment is more lasting. Yeah, it's going to be way, way, way longer lasting and way more um, satisfactory. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, one other thing that kind of stands out to me when I talk about business ethics or think about it is speaking up for yourself. You know, I, I feel like in business, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of things that people see go down that, that is unethical or maybe not, um, you know, maybe, maybe something is not done the best way. And I think a lot of times we have a tendency or I guess our culture nowadays has a tendency to, to basically not speak up against it, you know, not stand up for themselves or for someone else. And I think that's huge. I think we're, we're becoming more passive. Um, I mean, I see a lot more people hiding behind internet behind a computer screen saying things that they wouldn't say in person so for me something that ethics brings along with it is is speaking up for yourself you know stepping up for for what you believe and it doesn't have to be in a in a crazy way but essentially not not letting people walk over you yeah that's 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 awesome um i totally agree with that that point is that is that there's this there's this divorce or there's this tension between what business ethics is like in in the workforce and also what the Catholic's perspective is on that too. Is that and this is taken from Investopedia, um, but the business ethics, the way that they describe it is almost like a passive route. What you were talking about, it's what are we doing so that it's not illegal. But the Catholic perspective is what can we do to be better? to treat our people who are human beings, you know, they have a dignity for them just because God created that way. But how, how are we going to better ourselves? How are we going to make a lasting impact? And I wouldn't even say that it's necessarily just Catholic, but it's the right way to do it, you know, and the, the Catholic way to do it is right. And so those, those two things are just, um, like you said, it's, it's that whistleblowing. That's what we're right. talking about, right? It's if you see something illegal or something that's bad or unethical, um, are we going to paint a target on our backs? Because that's ultimately what's going to happen. People are going to see you as a whistleblower and you're going to have to be comfortable with it. You, in, in this whole talk about courage, right? you have to have courage, you have to have fortitude to do this stuff. It's yeah. hard. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's, it's what defines you. It's what, you, what is your character like? 
if you're not going to whistle blow at work, you're probably not going to whistle blow at home when something's happening, you know? That's a good point, yep. You're bringing, again, it's this, it's the same conversation that we're having. It's that character. You're bringing it everywhere you go. Right. Yeah, and I think people, people want to follow someone that takes action, you know? So, like, even with whistleblowing, at the end of the day, though, in a way, they have, that's a leadership quality. Maybe not whistle, maybe not necessarily um, you know, whistleblowing everything, but, but essentially, or I guess, I guess, uh, standing up for yourself is a, is a big leadership quality. You know, I think people want to find someone to follow, um, someone that, to take action. And I think having that attribute just makes you more of a leader, which I think is a huge part of being ethical, you know, as a leader, um, you know, building that character that, that allows you to lead people and kind of like servant leadership, leading from behind and stepping up for, for yourself, stepping up for others is huge and something our society really, really needs right now. Yeah, standing in for people. I mean, that's that's a huge aspect of this um, business ethics is, you know, I think the best example to look at is Jesus, right? When he, he's the son of God, you know, he's all powerful, but he went down and on his two knees and washed his disciples' feet. That's servant leadership. And it's the same way with a CEO nowadays. And it, the, the, obviously, the, the the ideal picture of a CEO is someone who sees his janitor and his CFO as equals. Maybe not entitled. Yeah, they have different responsibilities, obviously, but their human dignity is equal. God created them equally, both with love. And it's and it's through these lens that we're, we're talking about it, where you will see that servant leadership emerge. And that's what the world needs. The world needs people to care. And right. They need the people to willing to sacrifice for the greater good. And that's what it's lacking. And that's why you're seeing all these problems. I mean, every single day there's something new that's happening. Why is that? It's because people aren't standing up for each other. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, I've seen some stories of, of CEOs who who basically just take take one day to do what some of um, their frontline employees do. You know, like yeah, I've yeah. seen like restaurant CEOs just wash the dishes for a day and kind of just be there with their employees just shows that kind of servant leadership you're talking about and that kind of support that that's lacking nowadays. One other person that, that kind of comes to mind is uh, Teddy Roosevelt. So, so he, this, this is a guy who, who in a way, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things we can look up to him. Um, a lot of ways we can look up to him. I think it was like in 1883. I, there was, there's a story and it's documented and everything. Um, and I heard the story uh, on, on the podcast, uh, Business and Biceps, which is a pretty cool podcast. Yeah, yeah. It talks a lot about being a leader and uh, ethics as well. But anyways, they're talking about the story where, where Teddy Roosevelt was at a bar. It was like the 1880s. And this cowboy comes up and basically points a gun to his head and says, you're buying every, everybody a drink or, or I'm going to kill you, essentially. And Teddy Roosevelt kind of you know sits there, smiles, and then ends up beating the dude. And I think that in a way... It, it kind of goes to show that, you know, he kind of stood up for himself. You know, he wasn't he wasn't going to take take that, um, and he did what he had to do in that moment. You know, and he's also he's a very he's a very quiet guy. You wouldn't really expect that from him, mm. but he, he had a saying: it's it's talk lightly but carry a big stick. Yeah. Essentially, he wasn't the kind of guy that would go around being a jerk, being super loud. But if you crossed him, he was not going to let you get away with it. Essentially. Yeah, man, if I was sitting at a bar and thinking about this situation here, I'd be like, yeah, let's get everyone something to drink. <laughs> Yo, Teddy, get us a drink. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, that's that's a very interesting point, standing up for yourself, right. too, as a, as a leader. It's not only just standing up for other people, but standing up for your own beliefs 
when 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 the situation gets hot, what are you gonna are you going to protect your principles or are you gonna let it go? That's the main question. You know, there's the, signing big contracts sometimes means carrying a lot of weight with that also that people don't usually see. It's how am I gonna compromise these people? How am I gonna compensate for, for what they're do for signing this contract? Sometimes what they do is not ethical. And people don't really see that, but it's standing up for your principles right. is, is ultimately like the goal that we're trying to reach here is, um, yeah, your character, standing up for who you are. Absolutely, absolutely. What do you think about um, not looking for praise? You know, standing up for yourself, but not doing it, not doing it because you're going to get rewarded, but just doing it for, for your own character building. Look, if I was put into, I'd probably say the top 20 influential people in their day, let's just give you an example, Rockefeller. I'm pretty sure he didn't care what people thought about him and the praise. Right. He was out there to build an empire, to build a legacy, and and same thing like Carnegie, right? Like his name is everywhere. I don't think that, he's, that he would wake up in the morning and pat himself on the back. He probably woke up and was like, let's do this, let's, let's, get to let's, work. let's grind. Like that's, let's make a million dollar profit today. I don't know what the numbers were, but I'm pretty sure that was running through his head. How can I make a ton of money today? And and that's what we're bringing into this picture too, is that it's not only about money, but it's profitability is important for a company, right? Absolutely. It's, it's not just, you know, treating people right, but when you treat people right, your income, your profits will rise. Generally, it's, I think there's a huge correlation there. Yeah, we'll come back around for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for sure, uh, what, what you just said is totally true. Yeah. I think something that you just mentioned was is, is pretty key to not caring about what other people think. I think when you care what other people think, that's a lot of times when you're compromising your ethics, right? Because you're you're doing something for, for the way it's gonna look and, and you value that more than actually doing it right. And so you compromise. And I, I feel like a lot of the best leaders nowadays, they don't care what other people think. They're gonna do things the way they're supposed to be done. And if you're with them, great. If you're not, they don't care. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Big example is Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> We already know what's happening in the story, so I won't have to repeat it. But yeah, that's a great example. I'm not trying to say he's right or anything, but he does not care what right, people think. Right. Yeah, it's, it it really gets you a lot further. It, it just creates way less drama in your life. Exactly. Yeah. So. And I mean, this is one point that I was thinking about, um, and this is really important to me because I was put in this position uh, last year. But I think one of the key tips that I would give to anyone who's thinking about this topic, and maybe it's not mentioned a lot because uh, it's, just, it's just not, but accountability and clarity. Uh, that is something that is very important, I think, as a, as a business leader, because power can lead to corruption. It can. It doesn't have to necessarily, it doesn't necessarily do, but it can. You're opening yourself up to checking accounts that have tons of money in them, you know? And to be able to keep yourself accountable and to trust other people, even if they're below you, if they're like a mid-level manager who's just reconciling your bank statements, like how, how are you going to keep yourself accountable? Being vulnerable is not weak. Being vulnerable is being a man. That's what, that's what it means. It means standing up for yourself, having courage, what we we're just talking about. But it, it takes a real man to say, you know what, I'm not perfect, but I need people to help me. And that's what accountability is. And I think that that's what a lot of these these CEOs or these, these leaders, they see as a weakness is, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want people to see my weakness. But I think being weak and being vulnerable shows a greater side of a man. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. It's, it's kind of like the, the quality of empathy. Yeah, you know, sure. Being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes 
and not think that you're above them really shows that you're you're willing to understand and, and kind of do you know lead from behind and and just straight up you know not care what other people think and do things for the right reasons yeah for sure well i think that's i think that's a a wrap for 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 today i think we had a great conversation on business ethics and ethics in general um any last points you want to mention eric before we close off no i mean that's it um it's it's honestly just a grind it's an yeah. everyday grind you're never you're not gonna do it overnight it's it's what you do in the the little things it's a, it's what you do when people don't see you right and that's what makes a great leader it's right. it's your whole life you know it's it's not just nine to five you're living this ethical life and from five to whatever you're living this completely different life no it's it's one life right and you know it's it's about being in, integral it's be living integrity the entire period yeah exactly the that's, whole way through yeah. yeah awesome well thanks a lot thanks a lot for listening and we'll see you guys next week all right see you guys